More than half of all companies globally are family-owned or operated. Family businesses contribute 70% of the world's GDP and account for 65% of jobs. Their voices are important. Their stories must be told. Brought to you by the award-winning publication, Tharavat Magazine. This is the Family Business Voice with your host, Ramya Elagami. Resisting Automation in Favor of Craftsmanship, the story of Henry Willig Cheese. Based out of Katwoude, the Netherlands, Martin Willig is part of the second generation of a family that has been processing quality cheeses for over 40 years. In the highly competitive international cheese market, Henry Willig Cheese has found its recipe for success, the right mix of craftsmanship and family values. We have the opportunity to speak with Martin Willig, Finance Director of Henry Willig Cheese, about the importance of family, business culture and craftsmanship for preparing world-class cheese. Enjoy this episode with Martin. So Martin, it's really, it's such a pleasure talking to you because you guys stand for such an important Dutch tradition, really, and what you're doing with Henry Willig. And I think that it would be really, really great for us to understand a little bit more about the history of your family business, if you wouldn't mind in your own words telling us a bit more about it. Yeah, it's a long story, but uh, I can tell you some things about it, of course. It started actually with uh, my parents. Uh, they had a, a dairy farm. They took it over from my uh, grandparents. Yeah, my, my father was uh, thinking I'm not going to milk cows forever and ever because uh, I want to do more things than that in my life. So in 1974, uh, my father took a uh, course in uh, cheese production. Uh, he finished that and uh, he started to produce his own cheese from our own milk. And he opened up a little shop at the dairy farm. Uh, and we had uh, the luck, uh, we are living in uh, near Amsterdam, so it's a very touristic uh, area. And um, we also had the luck that family in Edam, which is close to us, they were retiring and they were sending the groups of people with tourists uh, to us. Mm. And uh, so the first bus uh, with tourists uh, came to uh, to our shop and uh, they, uh, they they sold us out. So, so everything was sold out immediately. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the beginning of, of the company. So uh, they soon started to produce more and more cheese and the, the shop grew bigger and bigger. In the 90s of the last century, the, we opened up another farm uh, store in the third one. And uh, since 2007, 2008, we uh, opened up shops in Amsterdam. Wow. So that's when we really uh, started to grow uh, with the shops. And nowadays, we have 25 shops in the Netherlands. We opened up our first international store last year in Vienna, Austria. And recently, uh, since a couple of weeks, we opened up a shop in uh, Munich, Germany. So uh, we are trying to uh, internationalize our company. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, first of all, like it's such um, cheese is a very competitive market in the Netherlands, right? It like, is. And it is very yeah. competitive in the other markets that you've expanded to as well. So what do you feel like made you guys stand out, made you guys so successful from the beginning? Like, what do you think it is that your parents did and what you then took on? How were you guys different from the beginning? 
Well, everybody can make cheese, and uh, in Holland we are uh, famous for our cheese. Uh, not only us, but uh, all the uh, all the other uh, companies. But we do uh, look for the we we are looking for the best uh, milk. We produce the best cheese. We think uh, we we have a story to tell as well. Uh, we are uh, a real family company, family-based company, and um, we see that a lot of competitors they created a brand, but they don't produce cheese, or they. Uh, a big, big corporation uh, that has no person to uh, attach to it, and we have we managed to uh, have the, the family uh, style in, in the cheese. Uh, we see that the people uh, enjoy the story, and uh, I think that's uh, that's also important. So key ingredients, good stories, good cheese, uh, they go well together. That's an excellent analysis of a competitive strategy. I like it. <laughs> I think that there must be more to it, though, as well. Like, So you're saying family is a big ingredient for you guys, for your success, and you're underlining it very clearly that you're a family business. For you, when you were growing up and watched your parents build this, what was yeah. it like for you? Like, Did you know from the get-go that you wanted to be part of it, or did you first do other things? Um, well, as, yeah, we grew up with uh, the shop and, and, and the dairy farm. So uh, since we were little, we helped out our parents. And we sat at the dinner table and, and the day was discussed. So as, as a child and as, a, as you grow up, you, you hear those uh, conversations. And it's very important, I think, for working in a company uh, that you already know uh, the situations that you can uh, have in a, in a company and how you manage that. We were front row uh, seats uh, we had uh, about how that works i think that's uh, very important i i um, i have two brothers then the eldest one yeah uh, jacob he knew pretty much from the beginning that he didn't want to work in the company uh, nowadays he, he is working at the company but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, tr we we pull him in <laughs> and uh, my other brother uh, Wiebe, he's the, the ceo he started in uh, working at accenture for a while And uh, once in 2002, the company was a little bit struggling with the financial department. And then uh, yeah, he was asked uh, to help uh, in the company. So he, uh, he started uh, in the company in 2002 and now he's the CEO. And I worked, uh, uh, I studied um, because I'm a little bit younger than my brothers. So um, I first I studied food science. And once I finished that, I was working at a vegetable processing company. But in 2007, I was also asked, like, can you help uh, our company now? Because uh, uh, we can use some help. So, And your parents are still, your parents are still working with you guys? or uh, They are sort of retired. Uh, so <laughs> like, like the, the daily business, the, they don't manage the daily business. That's, that's, we do that now. The special projects, like the, we are trying to build an experience center in a dairy farm. Yeah, my father uh, wants to uh, help think about uh, what's the best solution and uh, how to, yeah, it's his dream. So we let him uh, do that project. We always talk about work and he's uh, still uh, making his hours. <laughs> But, <laughs> okay, yeah, so the, it's, it's really interesting. You're talking about like your brothers and yourself. So you all have like very different backgrounds that you bring together, that you bring to the business. Yeah. And it's interesting. So you yourself have specialized in food as well as a study. And this, of course, today, it's such a big discussion, isn't it? Like to be in, in, in the food industry, like because the consumer's focus has shifted massively. People are much more aware, want to know much more about what goes into the things that they're eating. Yeah. 
Tell us a little bit more about, first of all, like the kind of skills that go into cheese making for you today, like and how it works. And also tell us a little bit more about how you guys are standing out in terms of how you make your product in comparison to your competitors. Yeah, well, if you see the, the cheese production nowadays, like big companies, the 0.3% of the milk uh, in the Netherlands, uh, we make cheese of it. So there are competitors that are uh, enormous. And uh, you see that uh, those companies have everything automated at a level that you only have to push a button. And you don't have to think about the process of making cheese. It's like, oh, you have to push a button and then something will uh, work. And then if you see uh, a green sign, then it's okay. And if you see a red sign, uh, ask someone else. And at our company, we have it's small scale. And the, the people that work here, they can still, they have to know about what they're doing. And that's that's a big difference. And we see that also with the are looking for uh, cheese makers that it's very difficult to get the right people because uh, we don't need button pushers. We need people that know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we also um, nowadays we have our own academy, Hanuilic Academy, so we can educate our people uh, not only in the cheese makers but also the people in the shops uh, what's important and uh, what what they have to do and how so that's that's what we do yeah. are people interested in these kind of careers because a lot of people so uh, we, we we speak to a lot of craftsmanship family business because of course yeah. they're family businesses typically yeah. but uh, tell us do you find it hard to get like a next generation interested in this kind of work or has it been traditionally easy for you guys to find people who want to be trained in in, in this particular skill that's a good question. It's a difficult answer, I think. I see the the people, yeah, the, the people that are finishing their uh, education. They do like to work uh, at a smaller company, like the, the really big companies. They don't. They want to add value to a company and make mm-hmm. make themselves feel important in the company. That's what we can help them with. Uh, but the 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 people that are studying, the, they are not studying food production careers. They are more focused on uh, ICT or consultancy. So there, there is still uh, yeah, some some difficulties in mm-hmm. getting the right people. But we, the people that we have, they are they are very good. So we're happy with them. What has changed for you since you guys internationalized? Has it been a big difference? Because you went from, as you said, so your advantages are that people know that you're family owned and you have the cozy feeling, you have the handcrafted feeling. So how do you guys like work together with your brothers to make sure that that culture, that feeling also is apparent in, in Vienna now and in Munich? So how do you how do you go about preserving that across internationalization? Um, also through our uh, academy, uh, so uh, myself or Biebe uh, makes a presentation uh, to the people that are in the training and uh, we tell about uh, the company and what is important for us and how it started and where we want to go to and that's the start of the, the, the career at us. So uh, the people, uh, we, we call it Henry Willigenized. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so that's for everybody in the company, not only for uh, people that uh, are working uh, at the cheese production, but also in the shops, but also uh, the, uh, the technicians and everybody uh, has, has uh, the possibility to uh, to do that course. Uh, we also have the the brand, uh, the, the Henry Willig brand. Uh, we put it on the, the cheese, but also on the, the cheese accessories. Our shops uh, in Amsterdam and Munich and Vienna and Maastricht, they all look the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's uh, we we copy the the shop that is uh, the cheese and more shops, 
and uh, the, the ones in Vienna are exactly the same as in the Netherlands. So that's sort of how we, uh, that's also important. Like if you have a totally different shop in another country, then it's more difficult to, to educate the people uh, how we want to, them to work. Yeah. So it's interesting how you, before you mentioned also like, so I asked you why you think, what kind of skills go into making cheese. And you were mentioning that, you know, a lot of the big cheese manufacturers in the Netherlands, but also elsewhere, um, it's now a push of a button. It's all highly automated. So they've used technology to automate, to go to, into mass production, obviously, of cheese, which uh, yeah. which we know. But then, so you guys didn't do that and you don't intend to do that, I believe, this being your competitive advantage. But what kind of technology is today changing your game, though? So how is technology helping you and what kind of technology is also a threat to your current to your current business how do you deal with the fast pace of technological change as well that we're facing today and and how do you feel like that feeds into your business model um yeah we look for opportunities so if if you see the possibilities like a web shop we opened up a web shop in 1999 uh, mm -hmm. already and we see the growth every year so you can see it as a problem but you can also see it as an advantage And, and, and nowadays, uh, like in, in, back in the 80s, then somebody uh, came to the Netherlands uh, for a holiday. And that was his uh, only visit to the Netherlands in his life. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, somebody visits Holland and uh, he sees our product and he can buy it online. And so, and, and you can buy today and, and in a few days you have the cheese at your doorstep. doorstep. So there are major possibilities, like advantages uh, that uh, we, uh, we see. And on the other hand, the, the big companies can invest uh, a lot in, in materials or in processing or whatever. We have to choose in uh, what we do. But uh, it's also if you ever if you have a big company, then you have the same problems also because mm -hmm. you have a budget and, and uh, you have a lot of layers to uh, to pass to to make an investment. So of course, uh, because we are a small company, we we can uh, decide fast. So Which is an advantage, of course, yeah, that, good, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, but then that comes then down to the relationship between you and your brothers, of course. So we're quite curious to understand uh, how does this work. So what is it like working with your brothers? You're the youngest, so yeah. um, always yeah. a can be a very tough spot to be in, as my sister reminds me every day. What was it like for you to join the company working with your brothers then? And did your relationship with them change when you started working with them or not at all? No, the relationship changed uh, the most. I think when uh, everybody grew up, like when we, when you're a child, and uh, yeah, I was the little brother, and uh, once you're like 18 or 20, then uh, then you just as tall as the rest now, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's so important. That's, that's important, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so uh, then uh, then everything uh, yeah, uh, comes uh, to the same level. Uh, And, and I am focused on the internal organization, so I, I really like to. Uh, I see a business as, an, uh, as a, a big number of processes uh, that are working together. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm focused on the internal organization that everybody is working uh, efficiently, and uh, so we don't have uh, too much costs. And um, my brother Weber is really focused on uh, the commercial part, like uh, looking for possibilities to expand and to uh, yeah, where can we open shops and uh, how can we uh, build on a brand. And, uh, so, so that's what Weber does uh, very good. 
and uh, and and that's uh, so everybody and uh, yeah, Jacob uh, he's focused on the ICT, so mm. he does really uh, the specialized uh, ICT projects, and yeah, he likes that and he does that the best. Uh, uh, we all have different uh, interests and different uh, capabilities, and yeah. Do you do you think your parents uh, secretly planned? that this would happen or like do you feel like they did they manipulate you <laughs> if, they, if they did uh, we didn't notice so uh, they, they did a good smart job. <laughs> smart <laughs> yeah. yeah no i don't think so it's um uh, i don't know how that uh how that uh how it became like this but uh, i'm happy with it uh, the way it is so uh, yeah uh, they did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, that's really great. More more cheese for everybody. We're very happy, of course. But uh, so tell us a little bit like, so you and your brothers, have you guys discussed? So what is the next step? So you're internationalizing, like what are the things that you guys are excited about in the in the near and far future? Where do you want to take this? Uh, yeah, well, we, we are um, also our employees. We see it as our own family. Uh, so it's, we call it the cheese family. Uh, if you look at it from that way, we want the, all the, the customers also to feel uh, like a part of the cheese family. Mm. So we are trying to, um, two years time, we want to have an experience center, a cheese experience uh, in uh, at, the, at the place where it all started, uh, near Amsterdam, Katoude. Uh, where, uh, where, we, where you can see the farm with the cows. Uh, but also the, the cheese production process, and you can taste uh, uh, the cheeses and uh, a restaurant and everything uh, to to make the customer feel uh, feel happy. Personally, I think it would be great if everybody that uh, comes through the experience they they leave with uh, a feeling like I feel part of the cheese family. So that's uh, that would be very nice. Yeah, we want to make uh, the, the, the the everybody um, uh, fan of our cheese. And uh, eventually, uh, for the long term, it would be really a dream of us uh, to see the, the, that we become the, the number one uh, cheese brand of the world. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a big step, we know. I like it. But, Why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Uh, you have to uh, set the marker. So. Yeah. Number one cheese brand in the world, indeed. And of course, like, you know, you have the advantage that you're Dutch. So by definition already, we make the best cheese, right? Like, so it's, it's, course, it's not even a, it's not even a discussion. Uh, no. So <laughs> Martin, thank you so yeah. much for the interview. This was amazing, yeah. really. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much as well. Thank you for listening to the Family Business Voice. Subscribe to our channels now on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher or Spotify to be notified of our weekly episodes.